0: It is Monday, December 6th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is brought to you by Jet Home Loans. And now, the
1: Dexter Morgan of sports broadcasting, J.P.
2: Shatrick. And welcome in. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on a Monday after week 13 We've got a busy show ahead, of course, every Monday. It's Pete Briscoe, CBS Sports Senior Writer. We'll hear from Pride of the Jaguars left tackle Tony Buscelli as well, and he is in person this week. We'll review Week 13, the Rams over the Jaguars by 30, 37-7 the final score. Yes, there were offensive issues again. Yes, the defense ran out of gas in the second half. We'll get to social media questions. We'll go around the National Football League. Well, the Rams outgained the Jags by a large margin yesterday. Jaguars did not get over 200 yards of offense. They were under it by just a few yards in the game. Gotten a 10 nothing hole early. Fought back with a touchdown drive. The defense held them to a couple more field goals in the first half. It was 16-7 at halftime. And then the Rams pulled away with three straight touchdown drives in the second half and uh, got their victory to snap a three-game losing skid. The Jags' losing streak now down to four. And Urban Meyer breaking it down after the game.
3: I felt like our guys were, you know, obviously we got a lot of talent they were playing against there. And, and uh, on the road, and all of a sudden, you're, you know, it's ten, we drive the ball. Uh, it's 10-7. to seven. You know, Our defense is playing excellent pass defense. We're playing excellent field position, complementary football there. I'll find out what it was, but the average starting field position was we, we had them pinned down or most of the first half, and you felt pretty good about it. Holding the field goal at 13 or whatever it was, 16-7, 13-7 at halftime, man, we're getting the ball. That's kind of where you want to be on the road against a good team. Let's go and move the ball. We didn't do it. That's Urban Meyer
2: after the game yesterday. Tony Baselli in studio. Pete Prisco joining us uh, down in South Florida. Hi, Tony. Hello. Hello. Um,
0: yeah, here we go again. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Rinse and repeat. Well, and I, I actually I disagree with your defense ran out of gas, while they only gave up sixteen points in the first half. That's still sixteen points, and uh-huh. they gave up. A, I think it was one hundred and ninety eight yards of offense in the first half, right. which is more than the Jags scored the uh, had the entire game. Okay, and so. But my point, I guess, was they gave the
2: team an opportunity. If the offense had done anything they did. outside of that one that's drive, that's fair. That's no, the point. And you, then you, three straight touchdown drives to the Rams. They just throwing it all over the
0: that, place, right? In the first half, you would have hoped. I mean, here's, the, I mean, to me, the telling, the turning point, or something very telling of that game was, it's thirteen seven. You pin them back. They have a bad punt. You have the ball. You know, first and ten with four minutes left in the half at the fifty or forty. You know, forty nine. You're forty nine. It's, you're right at midfield, and you go three and out, mm-hmm. punt them away, punt it, pin them deep, but they go right down the field and kick a field goal to make it sixteen-seven. The only reason that drive stalled is because they dropped the pass, and so the defense started showing its cracks to me in that first half. Got it. And that yeah. at that last drive, and overall, the biggest disappointing thing for me, and 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 we talked about this, and and I'm sure Pete will weigh in, I think he'll agree with me, is that's back-to-back weeks playing below average offensive lines, offensive lines who are not physical, and getting pushed around and the team effectively running it right at you much better than they have been. And that was troublesome to me for the defense. So, I mean, and I think what happens sometimes is the offense is so bad that – We're like, well, the defense is better. Well, just because you're better than so bad doesn't mean you're good.
1: (laughs) That's okay. Yeah.
0: Hey, uh, Pete Frisco with us.
1: So bad is kind. (laughs) You're being kind to that offense, Tony.
2: But you agree? That is
1: one of the worst offenses I've ever seen. It is so bad. Really? I mean, it is terrible. They can't do anything, nothing. They've taken a, a, a cannon-throwing quarterback and turned him into nothing. He's a shell of himself. His mechanics have waned. He seems like his eye levels come down. They don't do anything to get open. The run game's a disaster. The offensive line, which we've been saying for weeks was going to be was decent, now isn't playing well because they were dominated on on Sunday too. It's a bad offense and the defense. It's not awful, but it isn't good either. It's a, it's a bad football team. In fact, they're the worst team in the league right now. Can you argue that? They're the worst team in the league.
2: They are playing the worst football. Yes, I can say that. No, I think
0: the IMP's right. They're you not are, better I mean,
1: than the Lions.
0: I've seen – I've, yeah, I've watched the Lions. I mean, I called their game. Mm-hmm. I've actually done two of their games. Mm-hmm. They're better. Yeah, they won yesterday also. Yeah, they're better. hmm Now the Texans got blown out, so they – I think it's – like the argument is, like, who's worse, the Texans or the Jags? And we're going to find out
2: in two weeks. The not-so-powerful rankings from the bottom up, I mean, that's kind of where we're at.
0: But it's – and there's so many head scratchers in this game. I mean, the longest pass of the day, 13-yard crosser to uh, Treadwell.
2: Mm.
0: I mean, somehow – Everyone becomes a, the better, the best receiver. Who's not the guys we thought were going to be the top receivers at the beginning of the year? You know, first it's you know Dan Arnold, and then it's Jamal Agnew, and he gets hurt. Now it's Treadwell's like the main target. Yeah, it's
1: just was that what was the length of that pass? It was thirteen yards.
0: I think I it was thirteen, or maybe it was longer
1: than that. You know, I mean, that.
2: Yeah, no. they, they ended up with twenty-eight on Treadwell. It was the longest? I'm talking reception, about in the air, in the air passing. He's talking about
1: oh. Okay, but but that 28-yard play, did you know what that came out of?
0: What, a bunch. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) I saw it, Pete. I know where you're going with that. But it's just, but nothing's easy. No. And I think we've been too kind to the offensive line. I mean, they are the fifth worst team as far as giving up pressure in the NFL. 32% of the times Trevor Lawrence drops back, he's under pressure. And he's the worst quarterback in the NFL while under pressure. That's not good either. No. It's and not. so I'm not taking it off Trevor. I mean, the whole thing is broken. And then the running
2: back situation yesterday. A lot oh, of people my. were talking about that today.
0: Well, let me let me give you my perspective on the running back. Yeah. Like, one I don't understand why Urban continues to come to the press conference and says he doesn't know. Or or saying you have to ask Bernie Parmalee, the running back coach, when we don't get to talk to Bernie Parmalee. I'll I'll tell tell you what.
2: Let's hear what Urban had to say yesterday, and then we'll hear what he had to say today about James Robinson. I want to hear both
1: days. I want to hear both days because I want to hear his explanation.
2: He was asked today also about uh, Robinson playing in the fourth quarter. Let's start with Urban yesterday in Los Angeles, 20 plays in a row without a touch for Robinson.
3: Not on the field. Just giving Carlos an opportunity, and – and then obviously we we failed there as well. The ball went on the ground. So Carlos also had to fumble late in the game too. Back on the field the next drive. So I'm just wondering if, if there was no, if it wasn't a benching, if it was just all help with, with Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd have to ask Coach Parmalee. You know, that's I don't get too involved. Like I said, I don't micromanage that. You know, and I know he's been he's been dinged up. So I don't know if he's back with the tent or what's going on, but. Uh, I know there's injury involved. Is
0: that, is that Farm League's call or Devils' call of putting him in or not based on injury or,
3: or even... Hope? Well, James is unique because he is fighting injury. You know, if if uh, someone's not producing and you sit them down, that's a whole different conversation. But this is really injury-based.
2: So that's Urban Meyer yesterday. Today, Mike DeRocco asked the question of Urban Meyer. Hey, you know, if he's banged up, why is he playing in the fourth quarter down by 30 years his answer?
3: That's a good question. I know that uh, uh, there's a running back rotation to worry about his load, how many carries, and, and they track that. And obviously at that time of the game, they must have wanted to get him a few more carries. Uh, if Bernie did. Uh, I'm aware of it. I'm not in charge of it, but I watch it and I'll say, you know, what's our thoughts here? What's our thoughts there? And obviously, I didn't do it there with James.
4: Okay. Moving forward, is are you going to be more involved in that, or especially with James Johnson, the
3: injury? Yeah, I am. I am because I, I just got to make sure doing it the way I want it done.
2: That's that's Urban Meyer today, and um, can, I <laughs> uh, can, can, I, can I comment now? Uh, who, can who I comment now? Who wants Please to go let me first? Who wants to go first?
0: Okay, God. first of all, <laughs> I go back to my original statement of Urban's the head coach. Not only the head coach, he is the football czar. Everything that happens in this building, he's in charge of. And we've now heard in multiple weeks I don't know. I don't ask Bernie Parmalee. Like, we can't. Like, and he said, you know, it was D Rock asked, you know, is it, was he basically, he asked, is he bench? For 20 plays, not – didn't get a touch. He right. wasn't on the field for well, 20 plays. He was plays.
2: standing on the sideline right, trying to go in.
0: After yeah, – yeah, he tried to go in. Got pulled out. Yeah. And Urban said it wasn't – I mean, what I heard him say, correct me if I'm wrong, JP, basically he's like, well, it's not the fumble, it's injury. Mm-hmm. Okay, if that's the case, then why is he playing at the end of the game if he's injured? And if he's that injured, why is he even up? And then today we heard we want to get Carl's Hyde t- touches – Carlos Hyde, James Robinson, not healthy, is better than Carlos Hyde. The stats tell you that. I'm not taking a shot at Carlos Hyde. It's just a fact. And, yes, he fumbled. He's got to have better ball security. But before the fumble last week against the Falcons, he had almost like 400 carries without a fumble. This is not a guy like who's fumble prone. And, And if I'm not mistaken, I think Carlos Hyde has fumbled as much or more Than James Robinson. And he fumbled yesterday. Yes. And he went right back in. Like, the inconsistency that it just, the message it sends, and, like, the the bigger issues, they're not very good. But this is indicative of the issues. It just doesn't seem like there's clear communication and, like, a, a grasp of what is going on. And there's, like, no rhyme or reason. So I don't get it. Like, you can't have it both ways. Like, you either sat him because you punished him for fumbling, and there's a different standard between him and Carl Side for whatever reason, even though James Robinson, I argue, is still your best offensive player. Hurt. And if he's too hurt, then don't put him out there and get him healthy.
1: He but you can't got, have it both ways. Huh? He in the fourth quarter, he should have said, No, I'm not going in. I'm not going in. Nah, nah, I'm hurt. He said shouldn't have been hurt, in. Hurt. Pete, they never even should have put him in. Well, Oh, that's a, another aside from him playing. He, no, no, I'm talking at the play. end, in the fourth quarter. They shouldn't even have asked right, him. He shouldn't have, no, he should have been the, the last series. They were the, deep in their own end with what a minute left in the game. What the hell were they doing, giving him the ball? Why? I'm not. No. Nope. I'm not going in. My hamstrings acting up or whatever's in. What's his injury again? Is his foot? Foot and he acting yeah, up. Like heel. I'm and not lead, going in. Yeah. You don't want me in in key moments. Because I fumbled, and you're going to put me in at the end? It almost looked like a punishment of sorts. Here, let's let James run it out. But
0: why is he getting punished and side fumbles and he doesn't?
1: I don't understand the inconsistency. I have no idea. Have no idea. That, look, let's be honest about it. They didn't like him from the word get-go. They drafted a guy to replace him. They they He started this season as the running back because he, the other kid got hurt. Now, whether they was going to win her job or I was better, he would have won the job. Then he doesn't get any carries in the first couple weeks. Then they realize, oh, no, and they give him carries, and he goes nuts for a couple weeks, and then he gets dinged up. And then he fumbles, and he's in the doghouse when he fumbles, and they don't like him. They don't like him. For whatever reason, they don't like him. And the reality is, is the kid works his butt off. He's made himself into a good player. It's unfair to him, and they should never have put him back in the game at the end of the game. Sunday. That was ridiculous. He shouldn't have gone back in. He should have said no, my injuries acted up. I'm not going back in. But you know what? He's too much of a competitor to say no, and that's why he went back in the game.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. The the bigger issue, Pete and JPI have, and I don't know if it's the bigger issue. I guess the frustrating issue. How about that? What just frustrates me is a consistent week in, week out this I don't know. Ask someone else. Good question. So you can't
1: talk to assistants? Is that the policy?
0: I don't think the assistants are available to the media, are they? Um,
2: I think if – I don't know if there's a true policy on that. I'm gonna yeah, I've never heard no, any no, of The, the coordinators the are available.
1: Once coordinators, the right. coordinators yes.
2: must be by league rule. Um, I've league. never
0: heard a assistant <laughs> coach speak outside of I've, JP speaking to him on pregame. We game.
2: have them on pregame radio. I don't know if they're made available otherwise, I must say. I okay, know.
1: but he keeps saying, ask Bernie. We'll bring Bernie down and they'll ask him. Why didn't somebody say that? Hey, can you go get Bernie? Bring him down here. we I ask him. I mean, that's the that's the obvious question. okay, you won't answer it. You don't know, which you should know. Bring Bernie down here. Where else Bernie? Yeah, I, so I, Bernie I, can try and explain it
0: away. It just sends the wrong like it sends so many wrong messages of I don't know. Like that's just not in like what is Urban known as coming in is like a like leadership. Yeah. Like that's why, like, he's not an XO guy. That's not why you hired no, him. It's building the foundation, He's a and the leader, culture, a culture. And, uh, yeah, all that. Like yep. that's what overseer. Like, He's
1: the overseer of all
0: of it. In that, and like, like, like when that's what he was brought in to do. That's where he was success, uh, successful at these great programs he led. And it's like, sad.
1: It's sad what happened happening to this team and the well, franchise. And Another I don't understand it's like it's season. consistent it's week ridiculous. in and
0: week. Well, Peter's consistent week in week out. That's one. Then two. I don't understand what they're doing with James Robinson. I don't get it. I, like yesterday, like two weeks ago, sitting for 16 games, 16, 16 plays. plays. Yep. He was averaging five yards a carry. You're there to win a game. Like your best player, you know what I do if he fumbles? I put him back in and give him the ball the next play. Yeah, I want we, to get him
1: going. We believe in you. Yeah. Like
0: I'm not, I want him to have confidence. Like know, You're my best guy. Was-
1: that was gold. There's gold in them there hills if you want to go get a story. I mean, <laughs> so you can, it's gold. If, if that had happened when I was on that beat, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. It's gold. It, it, these things are they're alley hoops. Go dunk them. Come on, fellas. And I like D-Rock. D-Rock asked the question, but you got to ask the, the follow-up questions. Why the hell don't you know? Why wouldn't you know? As you're the, yeah, I'm going to get more involved. It's only week 14. What do you mean you're going to get more involved? It, it goes back to the deep dive, the this, the that, the that. It's it's awful. It's a terrible look. The franchise is in the middle of a, another garbage season, and the reason of op, the hope of optimism that we had before the season, a lot of people thought this team was going to be good. They stink, and they don't have any hope right now. Even the quarterback who gave the franchise nothing but hope isn't playing well. They're ruining the kid.
0: Pete, does that. Lack of hope carry into the future. Mm.
1: Well, there's a remedy for it.
2: Let's take a timeout. Uh, plenty of <laughs> well, show ahead. Is. Well, no, I mean, I, it's a cliffhanger. We'll come back. We're going to come back for the thrilling conclusion of Pete's thought. Boy, what a show we have already started today, and what a show we have ahead. Second hour, we'll get your social media questions a little defensive talk when we come back as well. We are off and running. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network.
1: Jaguars Happy Hour is brought to you by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. And by Baptist Health, changing health care for good.
2: Welcome back. It's Jaguars happy hour on a Monday afternoon after week 13. Jaguars lost at 37-7 to the L.A. Rams. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Buscelli. Oh, man. Another one. Another one.
0: That was a – and listen, people listening, please don't feel sorry for me. But that was a miserable trip from the standpoint – I mean, L.A. is not close to Jacksonville. I don't know if you know that.
2: I – I was a geography minor. I understand that. We're
0: yes. no Let's longer the on trip. the...
1: Let's hear the trip. I want to see it. here. Play it out. I want to hear how how it went for Big Big Bo on the road. Well, no,
0: no longer are we on the team charter, so we have to fly commercial. Oh. Now, listen, to the average person, I'm not complaining, but I travel a lot. I mean, I'm on Thursday night game. I mean, I'm not home much. And so I get home Friday from the Thursday night game in New Orleans, stay one night in bed, get up, fly to L.A., and I'm not complaining. Like if we were a good, like, because I love football, Pete. You know this. But flying all the way to LA, get there, have dinner, go to bed, wake up, call that game.
2: Yeah, that game. That right. game. Yeah, sure.
0: Right. <laughs> and then <laughs> take the red eye back home last night and land back in Jacksonville at 9 a.m. this morning. Hmm. I mean, it just. And it's the same. How's, it, the,
1: how's the stadium?
0: Oh, the stadium is unreal! I tell you what, I see what you get for five billion, and you get mm-hmm. a nice stadium. It is, Pete. Have you not been there? No. Oh, it's unreal. It is very cool. Great place. The traffic getting in and out, or getting out, is a nightmare. Um, but LA traffic is a nightmare, anyways. Um, but I only bring that up not for anyone to say. Well, oh, you get to call football games. Yes, it's a great job. Flying commercial, I do it all the time. Not a big deal. It was much easier when we could fly on the team charter. Okay. COVID protocols, you can. Right. My whole point is, I'm getting tired, and I just call the games <laughs> of watching how we play. Imagine if you're a player putting the work, effort, yeah. practice, yeah. and it's the same result every week.
1: And I, I-, I heard Leon talking about Flight what's the flight when you get whacked on the West Coast and have a five hour flight home, what is that like?
0: Pete, everyone handles it differently. There's guys who I'm not saying they did it in Jacksonville, but I'll say back when I played. Guys that might have had a few, you know bottles of many bottles on the many bottles on the way home and they, Mm -hmm. you know, are feeling good when they get home. There's another group that is playing cards and just trying to escape. And there's another group that's sleeping, and then there's another group that's just sitting there stewing and how <laughs> mi- miserable life is about losing. There's just different groups. Everyone handles it differently. I'm not saying there's a right way to do it or a wrong way. Um, but my, I bring up that story. not for That's why I preface it. Don't feel sorry for me. I have a great life. Great job. We don't. don't. Don't worry. We don't. don't. don't, don't, worry, don't. Worry. No, we don't. We're good. No, but my point is saying that is what I worry about, if I'm feeling like that, like talking to Frank in the broadcast, after the game, it's just like, oh. Uh, it's just like another week. Like, come on, because you want to yeah, like win. If it was and, it
1: week two. You would have been okay. You'd be like, okay, yeah, you we got hope. A trip, yeah. you lost the game. Got hope, but it's, it's week thirteen. It's week you thirteen. Get whacked and you gotta and I
0: bring and that you whole story back. up is because Pete, you know this. You've been around a long time, JP. You've been around long enough now too. Like that wears on guys, and all of a sudden, now you see guys start looking at the end of the year and watching the calendar and like, oh, uh, you know. You know, it just it impacts how you approach your job. And and I'm not talking anyone's – they're pros, but I don't care how disciplined how much of a pro you are, it's hard. Yep. And it's a grind. I remember in 95 when we lost seven straight, Pete, down that stretch, and we lost some close games too. So it was like we got blown out by Detroit. That was the most embarrassing – one of the most more embarrassing days of my life. Um, but we were losing cl- close games, and I would dread coming to the facility. Just dread it because you knew that it was just going to be a grind and you knew the head coach was going to be grinding you just to death. And it, and the NFL is a long season no matter what because it's a physical and mental grind to get through the season. When you're winning, it goes pretty quick, but it's still hard. When you're losing, it's like dog years. It's like every one feels like seven. And you're just like, ugh. Like, when do we play the Colts Yours, at the end comp- of the year?
1: Yours was compounded by the fact you had to go face Tom on Monday.
0: Yeah. Oh, gosh. Something
2: to do with it. I, I can't even imagine. And uh, then and this year of all years, I mean, this Sunday seven, is December 12th.
0: There's four more games left after this week. Seven, what a bad year to have 17 games if a, January
1: the 9th is, is the last game. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh my God. It just, it's, look, like I said, you guys asked me how do you remedy it, and here's the answer to that question. <laughs> Pete, you're scratch.
0: not, but Pete, you're not going to fire Urban and everyone in the building. You just hired them. You can't. I mean, come on. You don't really think Shad's going to fire Urban?
1: There might be a. You could maybe you could work something out with them. Some kind <laughs> well, of. Well, that's settlement. firing him. Well, yeah. So you you would have to fi- pay him all the money.
0: So you would you would recommend at this point? Starting over and firing it, everyone.
1: I would consider. I would consider it. And if if he's not going, then he's got to get rid of about five or six, seven, eight coaches. Goodbye. So that would leave, only leave him with twenty. But yeah. <laughs> how can the biggest staff in the league not get anybody any better? Has anybody got better?
2: Nah, the answer is no, Pete.
1: I mean, there's, there's somebody had to get – you know, who got I, I, better and he I, got hurt. Tyson Campbell got better. Tyson
0: I think Ben Campbell. Bartsch has gotten better.
1: Until yesterday.
0: Well, he, <laughs> he was dinged up, yesterday. right? Wasn't he dinged up yesterday? He played better than Norwell. Hmm.
1: Norwell was bad. <laughs> Woo, he was bad. <laughs> he played better than Norwell. They were both bad. They were both bad. And, and quite frankly, nobody was any good. None no, of the
0: linemen, he lost really. by 30. Here's the thing. I was thinking about that today, Pete, watching the tape. I'm like, okay. Who played well on offense? Nobody. Maybe Treadwell, a couple nice catches? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, like, nobody. And then let's go to the defense. Who
1: played well on defense?
0: The
2: leading tackler's role in the secondary. That's bad news.
1: Tyson Campbell was playing okay before he got hurt. Okay. Who else? He's got better. He's one guy that's gotten better.
2: Yes. You know who was the Jaguars radio network player of the game after the game and post-game? Me. Logan Cook, that's the punter. Not,
1: that's not good. Not good. Nothing like getting Cooper Cup on Wingard in one-on-one. Yeah, that's not –
0: that doesn't go well. Well, and here's the other thing. As we look at the tackles and there's one name that is missing there that was absent yesterday. And he's absent on the stat sheet that we're looking at right now. Shaq Griffin. Josh Allen. No,
1: he was on the field, but he was absent. Josh Allen?
0: Josh Allen. Ah, yeah.
1: The Whitworth the, – I haven't watch the defensive tape yet. The Whitworth Dominator. Here's the thing, Pete. Have you watched Whitworth this year yet? Yeah, he hadn't played, he hadn't played it up to expectations for sure.
0: He is 40 years old. He looks 40, and I like Andrew Whitworth, and he's had a great career. He's
2: 40 this coming Sunday.
0: Okay, he'll be 40. Mm-hmm. Um, He can't bend his knees. He can't move, and I've watched teams like the Packers just physically just got after him. And I thought going into this game was like, okay – Josh has been playing well. Yeah, Like, get a good rush plan. Speed him. Go speed to bowl. Like, you're going to give him fits. And it was the worst rush plan I've seen. And he did nothing. And Wit was blocking him fairly easily. And Wit hasn't blocked many people fairly easy this year. This is not Andrew Whitworth five years ago when he was in his prime.
2: Josh Allen finished with two assists. That's it.
1: Yeah. He's your one of your best players. What was his game last year? Last week it wasn't great either. Yeah, but Pete, he's one of
0: your best players. You have to dominate a forty-year-old left tackle.
1: I agree. Hey, he. I think it was he had the little run where he got hot, and then what was last week's numbers for him? He wasn't that great either, if I remember correctly.
2: Right. Yeah, it, it tailed off a little bit last week. He had three tackles. That was it. Uh, two solos, one assist. The week before that, he had ten yeah. tackles and a tackle for loss yeah. and a forced yeah. fumble. So
1: the last two weeks, w- when he was building to maybe even being, you know, a potential Pro Bowl player, that's right, gone. Off the rails. And, you know, here's the other thing, Tony. You watch the, the guys they signed in free agency. And, and the, don't get me wrong. Free agency never cures all your ills. It just doesn't. If we went through all those guys that they signed in free agency, and put a grade next to where they're at. What would that grade be for each player, and what would the grade, overall grade be on free agency?
0: You're the guy who likes to grade people. I mean, that's <laughs> your I mean, answer. Because
1: think about it. Because remember, leading into the offseason, got all the draft picks, got all the money. They can go get guys, fix things. They, have, What have they fixed?
0: So we were talking about this in the booth yesterday, and JP and I talked about it in the break, Pete. Is this team worse than last year's team?
1: Boy, that's a good question.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, let's uh... – Well, they're
1: better – Don't you think they're better on the defensive
0: line? Okay. I'm saying overall. And I'm going to – When we come back, I'm just going to read –
1: corners
0: are better. You're missing my point. When we come back, I'm going to read – That's
1: yeah.
0: I'm going to read some numbers for you, Pete. Oh. And you tell me – what you think about? Has this? I'll, and I'll say it differently. Forget about better or worse. Has this team progressed? Are they okay. better than they were last year?
1: Hmm. And and then we'll we'll also grade the free agents at this point. At this, through this point,
2: we've got a lot to get to when we return. Of we course, we do. I love it. Uh, the first hour of Jaguars Happy Hour rolling along. Coming up in the second hour, we'll get your social media questions. We'll uh, keep it real, as we always do, and we'll go around the National Football League. This is Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network.
1: Jaguars Happy Hour is brought to you by TIAA Bank. Turn potential into progress.
2: And by Publix, where shopping is a pleasure.
4: Yeah, I mean, that was a really good team. Um, didn't We didn't play well. We, we didn't help ourselves out. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you do have to look at that team, and it's a good team you're playing against. But, you know, the way we came out at the beginning of the game, we, it was 10-7, felt good. Even going into halftime, I think it was 16-7. Um, felt felt good about where we, were, where we were at. And then second half, we just were very unproductive, stagnant, didn't move the ball, and then just didn't play complimentary. But, um, yeah, it was a tough day. Obviously, when you get beat thirty-seven to seven, it's not a good day. And it was um, want to move past this one and, and go get go get the next one.
3: That's
2: Trevor Lawrence, of course, Jaguars quarterback. After the game at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California, yesterday in Week 13, 37 thirty-seven seven, the final Rams over the Jaguars. And welcome back, it's Jaguars Happy Hour. JP Shadrick with Tony Baselli in studio this week. Good to see you in person. Good to be seen. And uh, Pete Prisco down in South Florida. At some point, we'll get Pete back in studio with us, but um, you know he's he's a South Florida guy, so it's hard to kind of get him in the same place. So, uh, you know, since the bye week, week seven bye, the Jaguars are now averaging since the bye just under eleven points per game,
0: only fifteen for the yeah. season.
2: Not good, Coach.
0: No, it's not, not good. good. It's terrible. Well, the good news is we get a, we play the Texans in uh, two weeks, or just a little less than two weeks, and they're only averaging. 13.7 a the game. So there's hope. Wow. Oh,
1: and you get the Jets coming up too. So that's.
0: Well, let me see what the Jets Well, I locked are. that one already. The so. Jets are averaging 18.1. So we got a little bit. We got to make up a little bit there. JP's so,
1: lock. He wishes he could take that one back. Yeah,
0: there's I no locked doubt They're going to
2: sweep the AFC East. That looks terrible. Oh,
0: <laughs> that's a
1: bad one. How did, All right. How did they. <laughs> By the way, how did they how did the Bills That's what right. did? say the same thing? Right?
0: So Pete, we left the last break. Is and the question was asked, is this has this team progressed? Is it better than they were last year? And this is after remember last year they didn't spend any money on the cap, they cleaned the cap up for this year. They got the first overall pick, new head coach, and spent a bunch of money in free agency. Is this team better than they were last year? Okay. I will argue, no. Offensively, they were better last year. Let me go through these numbers. Mm-hmm. Opening day, win, 27-20. Pete, how many times has this team scored 27 points this year? No. Not. Nah. Week two, lost 33-30 versus the Titans. 30? We have not scored 30. Wow. We haven't scored 30 since that game, I think. I don't think so. We have not. Nope. Um. Then we got blown out by the Dolphins. Bengals, 33-25. Scored 25 points. Blown out by the Texans, blown out by the Lions. Chargers, 39-29. Texans again, 27-25. Packers, 24-20 in Lambeau with the ball in your hands at the end of the game to win it. Steelers blow you out. Browns, playoff team, 27 25. Vikings, I believe they are a playoff team too, 27 24. Oh, no, they weren't last year. Oh, um, and, the, you know, and then they got pretty much blown out the last four weeks pretty bad. Um, they're in game scoring points my, yeah, the first. My point is they're scoring points. The they're in games. Yeah. And this is with three different quarterbacks one of them being Jake Luton, Mike Lennon, and Gardner Mitchell, the three guys. Mm hmm. And I think – and I'm I'm only bringing this up, Pete, because it goes to what you said earlier, and I asked the question, is there hope for the future? Because there was a lot of hope coming in this year because how excited was everyone when we got the first overall pick at the end of the last season? Oh, very, very pumped. excited, yes. Then they were pumped about Urban Meyer. Yes, they were. And all what he was going to bring.
2: That's
0: a one, one for two, ain't bad. And if you look at what they've done this year – They've eroded some of that. I mean, listening to talk radio, which I know is always dangerous, yeah. but just around town talking to people, the questions I get, uh, you know, has hope left the building? And how do you get it back in? Because if you're sitting back 10 out of 11 years with, t- uh, is it 10 out of 11 years yes. with 10 plus losses? Yep. And you look with, like, the thought, like, I some people thought we were going to be like a playoff team this year because they were so excited about Urban and Trevor. I never did. I thought it was. Early, mm-hmm. I never did. Mm-hmm. I said early six to eight did, games.
1: Did he? Did he say eleven? No,
0: I remember a double digit win conversation. No, I don't know. that's not true. That was, that was tongue in cheek. You know it as well. Before, before the season, before preseason start or before camp start, I said I think they get six to eight wins. After camp and preseason, we were on the show and we both said four to six.
1: I was lower than you. I said 3 to 5, I think. Okay,
0: 3 to 5, I said 4 to 6.
1: And I remember telling people like
0: what you need to measure this year by is does the young team get better? Does the young quarterback get better? Like that was most important. And my concern is this team's getting worse. It's not getting better. And the quarterback's getting wor- and the quarterback's getting worse. Right. And that's what worries you cuz you look back, where's the progress? And I think okay, that goes back you're the
1: to... the team. Tony, if you're the owner of the team, don't you look at all that and say, hey, hey wait a second. Do I keep this thing going? Do I keep it going? What,
0: Pete, I don't know. I mean, how
1: do you keep, how do you keep it... If you, you've got a coach that doesn't even know it, why his running back's not in the game. And you keep it going? I mean, it just makes no sense. Look, when you guys stunk for parts of 95... You were building to something. If the next year, if things didn't turn around, Tom would have been on the hot seat in year three, no question. He would have been. But he turned it around.
0: He might not have made it to year three.
1: Well, he'd have made it to year three. But where – there's no there's – no, okay, the team stinks. But more than that, there's no hope because the coach doesn't seem to have hope or, or direction. That's the concern. And that's why look last year you had the first overall pick you had all the draft picks you had all the money they got worse that has to fall on somebody
0: yeah that's i mean that's my point you i mean last year it was on purpose not to spend money clean the cap out get ready like like build the foundation they did it, it you know you could argue it worked this year they spent money got First overall pick, and where's the progress?
1: And that's the. If it the, wasn't that, about money, would you fire him? Okay, let me ask you that. One hundred percent. If there wasn't a big money hit to get rid of him, would they get rid of him? I don't think so. For what reason, though?
0: For um, embarrassing
1: I, I, yourself by by signing, by hiring him in the first place? Who well, I think. I bar? mean,
0: I think stability. Um, Is that a stable team?
1: Is that a stable team right now? I'm just telling you. I mean, ask the,
0: yourself uh, that, Pete. I'm not. Listen, I'm, I'm not arguing whether it's the, was the right choice, wrong choice, or the right choice to fire him or not fire him. That's not my point. You ask me from an owner's perspective. I think, as an owner, you have to look at the overall franchise and in this, what message are you sending to the organization, also to future coaches that you hire? And so I think do it's it right like or you're not going to do it. At some level, I mean, I, he, I'm i sure Shad would like some stability in the organization in that I, I'm sure he's frustrated, but I also think he's probably like, okay, this dude won a bunch in college, won a bunch of nationalities. He's going to figure it out. I think that's what he's probably thinking, in my opinion. I don't know this. And based on that, I don't think you fire him after 12 games.
1: Look, there's a lot of people out there that blame Dave Caldwell for the roster, and I get it. There's there's some bad picks made. There's no question. But if you evaluate, we I talked about the free agents and the draft picks in this class. If you evaluate this first group, they're not very good. I mean, think about it. Their marquee offensive signing was who? Trevor Lawrence. No, well, the draft pick. I'm talking about free agent signing.
0: Oh, uh, Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones Jr.
1: Yep. That's a terrible signing. He's been a great grade A bust with a capital B. And that's because you signed an old aging receiver who done
0: what? They got man hurts too.
1: <laughs> what has he done?
2: I'm oh, telling you the free agents was, they signed, yeah. I mean, they said he was going to be the best blocking tight end uh, in the league. He's
1: not even the best he's not even a better blocking tight end than the other guy on his own team right now. So, he, that's a bust move as well. So, Shaq Griffin, good signing or bad signing? Good. I agree. Roy Robertson-Harris, good signing or bad signing?
0: He's put
2: better lately.
1: Good signing or bad signing? That's not the
0: answer. I'm going to say incomplete at this point. I'll give it a C plus, just above average.
1: Rayshawn Jenkins. I ain't good. Philip Dorsett.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not here.
1: <laughs> what happened to Philip? I forgot about him. He was here. He was here. Carlos Carlos Hyde. <laughs> I mean, come on. Hey, you know, all hey, right, let, we need to G-H- take a H- time out. Jihad Ward. Jihad Ward. Was that a good signing? Pete, I
0: get your point. Your point is made. <laughs> yeah.
1: Point, point is made. I almost, Rudy Ford.
0: Good signing. He's been he's that's, been good. that
1: and Jamal Agnew ended up being a good signing.
0: He did. Rudy Ford might be one of your best free agent signings, guys. Maybe, if you put in what you paid for him and all, everything. Right.
2: Let's take a timeout. We'll come back. Plenty of this ahead <laughs> in the final moments of the opening hour. Then we'll get to the second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour. Go through the top news of the day. What are you laughing at? Top news. It's like yeah, what well, top news? I don't know the. The, the Jags lost yesterday. We'll re- play the, are we going the press conference again? I don't think so. Unless you want to hear it again.
0: I just want to hear Pete's response again.
2: <laughs> we might just do it for that. Yeah, I want to hear Pete. So, uh, back with more in just a moment. Veterans, choose VA for the benefits you've earned. Visit choose.va.gov. It is Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. And the inaugural Jacksonville Barbecue Festival is bringing the best barbecue in the nation to Florida next weekend, December 10th through 12th here at TIAA Bank Field. Award-winning brisket, ribs, burn-ins, and more. Enter for free and pay as you go. Or go hog-wild with a VIP pit pass. That'll give you two and a half hours of all you can eat and drink. Visit BBQFestJacks.com. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli is making his way back into the studio. Let's take a look at the AFC South standings, of course, entering Week 13. You, you probably know them by now, of course. They haven't changed too much. The Tennessee Titans lead the way in the division with a record of 8-4 and four. now. They were off this week. Indy at 7-6, trying to close the gap. They got a win. Houston, uh, they shut out Houston. The uh, Texans are now 2-10. and 10. Uh, the Texans are officially eliminated from the postseason after yesterday. The Jaguars could be eliminated tonight if the Bills win or tie. They would be officially. So we out. can't talk about oh. the draft until. I know. So we're we got you know got to wait until that officially. happens. Let's go, Patriots! Come on, <laughs> Patriots! <laughs>
1: Mac
0: Jones, we're still
2: in it.
1: So if
0: the Patriots win, we're so, still in uh, it
1: mathematically. They can make a. They can make a run. They can make a run. They could. They can win games six three the rest of the way and make a run.
0: It
2: only takes one point, Pete only takes one point more than the other team.
0: What about power rankings? How are we doing the power rankings? Oh, God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. I, 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 That's how the standings are. Is how the power rankings are.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I is, to, Indy, is Indy uh, – they have a chance
0: to do this? Well, they're three games back with five to go. Well, they only yeah, have four luck. to
1: go. Good luck. I don't think so. Even
0: with
2: all those guys out in Tennessee –
0: so let's okay. Let's just play this out. Let's say they run the table. Let's look at their schedules. Oh.
1: Well, the, Tennessee has a, has one this week to get to nine.
0: <laughs> okay, and they, they, don't they play Houston again too? Stand I by. Think so, yeah. I got
2: you. So here's Tennessee coming up, By week this week. Uh, Jaguars in week fourteen at the Steelers, home against the Niners, home against the Dolphins at the Texans.
0: Yeah. So let's just say, and I. I, I Let's say they beat the, us and the Texans. Right, so that's that's 10 wins. And so if they get 10 wins, that means the Colts have to run the table and get to the left. I mean, so they have to, the Colts, the only chance the yeah. Colts have realistically is running the table.
2: And here's the Colts' schedule the rest of the way. By week this week coming up home against the Patriots, at the Cardinals, home against the Raiders, at the Jaguars.
1: You, they're not running the table. Tough schedule. No. So, no, so, have no, they, so, Tony's proclamation about four weeks ago that the Colts were going to run down the Titans is not happen.
0: <laughs> no, I said they had a chance. I didn't lock it. You and locked you it? I, I thought you no, locked it. There was no lock. lock. It, you
1: Wait a minute. Would, no. You, no, you didn't You didn't lock it, but you said they would catch him. I said they had a chance. JP?
2: Everybody's got a chance, I guess, right? I mean, I think he locked it. J- uh,
1: JP, I, locked I don't know if he locked it. it, but he said they would do it. No. Yeah,
2: he's, he said they'd walk him down. I didn't know.
1: Yeah.
0: He did. Well, you're wrong. The Colts are going to make the playoffs, though. They're going
1: to be ten and seven.
0: They'll be in the playoffs. Yeah, I think they
1: will too. Well, read that schedule again, though. They got New England left. The Colts
2: are by this week. Home against the Patriots. At the Cardinals. Home against the Raiders. At the Jaguars. Yeah, they'll. they'll
1: They're going to they go two and to,
2: two at
0: least. Nine and nine but and eight. At nine does nine get them in? Uh, Probably. Tight. Hmm. So you got that you got the Steelers out there that tie kind of messes everything up.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh and then you got a lot of teams like the Bengals, the 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 Chargers, they're all right in the mix there too. Yeah what about Miami? Miami's won five in a row, they're five and seven, and their schedule is pretty easy the rest of the way. I like they got one with the Patriots, but they're five and seven?
2: They're six and seven.
1: Six and seven, you mean six and seven, I mean is yep. what I mean. They won five in a row. Six yeah, and
2: seven. Right now it's um, the wild cards would be Buffalo at seven and four, Chargers seven and five, Cincinnati seven and five. Then you got Pittsburgh six, five and one, Indy seven and six, Vegas, Cleveland, and Denver are all six and six. And then Miami six and seven. It's a lot of teams all bunched up together there.
1: Miami's like somebody I read where, where Miami's the first team since the 40s or something to lose seven straight and then win five straight.
0: No, they lost six. six they lost six and, straight and, and then <laughs> won five straight.
1: Wow. Well, we are uh, closing
2: down the uh, opening hour of Jaguars or, Happy you're Hour.
0: You're right, Pete. It was seven straight. I'm sorry.
2: Well, seven uh, straight.
1: Yeah, they were one. They opened. They won their opener. and They went one and seven and then won five straight.
2: One hour down. One hour to go. You gonna be awake through this, Tony? Are you Listen, okay?
0: I got an hour and a half sleep last night on that plane. It was not good sleep. It was better than zero. First class. You were in first class, huh? <laughs> right? Yeah, but it was not a, like a lay down first class. I my, mean, I got an hour and a half, and I woke up in that hour and a half. Like my shoulder hurt so bad. You're not feeling sorry for me, are you? Nope. Yeah, I'm sorry. not. Okay. Second hour of Thanks. Jaguars you know, Happy Hour. Coming
2: up. My wife does. In just a moment on the Jaguars Digital Network.
3: I wish I had all the answers and I'd give them to you. I don't know the answers other than I know this, that you're going to keep swinging and keep working together Uh is there a confidence issue? Uh, anytime you're you're not successful with something, that's something we've got to fight through. Confidence is a pr- uh, result of success, and right now we're struggling with that.
2: That's head coach Urban Meyer, of course, after the game in Los Angeles yesterday. and Welcome back. It's the second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco, the Rams over the Jaguars, 37-7. Jags found themselves in an early hole again, the opening kickoff. Returned 65 yards, set up an early field goal for the Rams. Then on the second offensive play for the Jags, James Robinson fumbled. Three plays later, it's 10-0 Rams. Jags fought back, though, the 13-play touchdown drive and got within three points. The offense was shut down after that point. Was it a benching or was it health? Questions surrounding James Robinson being held out of the game for three straight drives after that early fumble. The defense held the Rams to a couple more first-half field goals and then ran out of gas in the second half, and the Rams threw it all over the yard and scored touchdowns on their first three possessions after halftime. The Jaguars are now 2-10, and ten, and it's on to Tennessee in Week 14, a place the Jaguars haven't won since the first year of Obama's second term, 2013.
0: <laughs> it's been that long. That's it a, has been that's that amazing. long. amazing.
1: Literally,
2: November of 2013 was the last I mean, Jaguars win in Nashville.
1: Could, that is absolutely amazing to me.
2: there was the Will Blackman game, the quadfecta game. Oh, yeah. And they, that put them up by nine, and then Tennessee scored late, and they ended up winning like 29-27 in that game. It was a Thursday night game.
0: It was not a Thursday night game. Okay. Sound like a Thursday night game.
1: Tony, <laughs> it wasn't like your teams exactly were good going up there either.
0: Well, let's think through that. So, um, in 95, they were the Houston Oilers, so – Um, We won there. You beat them
1: at Houston, yeah.
0: 96, we beat them in uh, Houston again.
1: At Vanderbilt. No, No, 96 96. is
0: Houston again. We played the last game in the uh, Astrodome, 96. That's right. 97, we beat them in Memphis. 98, we beat them at Vanderbilt. 99, they beat us. I could go through the
2: whole thing right here. I've got it right here. if you I'm, want I'm it. just
0: thinking when I played 2000, okay. they beat us there. 2001, mm-hmm. they beat us there. Yep. Well, so you
1: did your years, your first two years playing in in Nashville, you didn't beat them. In the in the stadium,
0: never. I, I was never when I played. We never beat them in the state. The stadium there now, we beat them in Nashville though in Vanderbilt. Mm.
1: I remember the no. You beat them in Memphis and Vanderbilt.
0: Memphis and Vanderbilt both times. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, because he started losing to them in 99, obviously, and then 2000, 01, 02, 03. Yeah. Uh, these are all the games in, in Nashville. Yeah. And then there was wins in 04 and 05 up there, loss in 06, win in 07, loss 08, 09, win in 10, loss-loss, 13 wins, so and their, then loss-loss-loss. What's loss, the loss,
1: overall loss, record in, Nash- in their new stadium in Nashville? Not good. Like, would they
2: start 99 was that the first year? Yeah, they? 99 was the first year of that stadium. Let's see. 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 wins for Tennessee. Uh 1 2 3 4 5 wins for the Jaguars.
1: Do we do we count do you count the 99 championship game that they claim that is their home stadium?
0: Hey Pete. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, there's that evil Grinch laugh again. That's not very there nice. It is,
1: <laughs> Unbel- it is the that t- game,
2: though. Uh, It's not very nice. Not nice at all. So here we are. I mean, it's 2 and 10. The 10th double digit losing season in the last 11 years. The one that didn't happen, the Jags went to the AFC championship game in 2017. Yeah, I don't
0: even know what to say. Not, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's. what it
2: is. It's not good.
0: It's not good. And, and there's no help coming this year. Like each said that for the last month. Well, that's why I'm, I was just saying that, that's the hard part. And because it's a 17game season, you have five more games to go, and it's like, okay, here's our choices. Lose every game for the rest of the season, or the guys we have out there, players and coaches, do a better
1: job. I mean, there's no other option. I mean you well, guys they lose you just... them all, if they lose them all, they could have the number 1 overall pick and you know what that would mean? They'd be the fifth team in history to have picked number 1 overall back to back years. Who
0: was the last team to do it? Pete? Can you name it?
1: I can. Yeah, it was the Browns.
0: Browns, yeah. It was the Browns.
1: Hmm. Who was the team that did it before that?
0: Baker. it was Baker Mayfield and Miles Garrett. Uh yeah, before that.
1: Uh, the one Lions, time before that.
2: Did the Lions do it? I'll tell you.
1: No, oh, it was the Browns. They did it twice. Well, the Browns did
2: it twice. That's right.
1: They did Tim Couch and Courtney Couch. Brown. Yeah, and then the year, then before that, the Bengals did it. People forget the Bengals did it. You remember who they did? Big Daddy Wilkinson. Wow. And Kajana Carter. You're yeah, right. but wow. they
0: didn't have the first overall pick with. Uh, they didn't earn the first overall pick with Kajana Carter. They, they had the fifth pick and traded with the Panthers. Ah, different. But they, but they
1: drafted one. Oh, the first. You're talking about the one who earned it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hmm. But they
1: picked back to back, and then and then before that, the Bucks did it twice, and the Cardinals did it. The Chicago Cardinals. No, way back. I don't remember that. Like in the forties. Yeah. That's Lord. it. Think about that. The history <laughs> of the league. That's it. Well, I mean,
2: I, I mean, think about this. I mean,
1: if well, the, the, line, Jacks,
0: the Lions are going to lose, I mean, the Lions will win another game.
1: Yeah. Correct. So. Well, the Texans—it'll be so. That's the number one pick bowl in a couple weeks.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> that's going to come down to it. Well, I mean, unless we beat the beat the Jets,
2: beat the Titans,
1: or the Jets. But if, but if the if the Jaguars beat the beat the Texans and then beat the jet the Jets, then beat the Jets.
0: Well, that's four wins. Right. They're not going to be. They're out of the cellar. No.
1: Okay, if they lose to the, if they beat the Texans and lose to I mean lose to the Texans and beat the Jets, then the Texans, yeah, that'd be close. Do you want the number one overall pick again? No, I want to be in the playoffs. I don't want to be a number one pick. No, but now you're not, you're out of the playoffs. It's done. It's finished. No, we're not. No, no, mathematically,
0: mathematically
2: we're not.
1: We're not allowed we're to talk wrong. about the draft. They
2: kick off after eight okay. o'clock tonight, Pete.
1: Okay, by midnight tonight, you you might be out of the playoffs. You want the number one overall pick again? Are would you? Would you rather have the number one overall pick and deal with the deal with doing it two years in a row, or not? I I'd want the number one overall pick. Yeah, if you're gonna be bad, you might as well get the best pick you
0: can. But. Who you I – mean, I'm, I'm not asking Who do you I know <laughs> Oh, about. you
2: almost <laughs> went there, there Tony. We oh, I'm God. not asking. You've, you've made you made him take, walk right into it, Pete. Do you
1: take it, the Pete. pass rusher from Oregon? Do you take the pass rusher from Michigan? Or you take trade back and maybe take one of the wide receivers? What do you do?
0: How many picks do I get if I trade back to, let's say, six or Seven.
1: You get an extra two, and maybe something else, like a three or a couple threes, something. I you take it. the picks. I know you would.
2: I did say, see this though, which is interesting. Like it, the Jets and the Giants have back-to-back picks at the moment in the top ten, both of them. And the Eagles the have and,
1: three picks. Right. And the Eagles will have three first-round picks. Right. That's
0: crazy. I might take that Hutchinson kid number one.
1: Yeah, but Tony and that, I know we don't want to talk draft all the way. But here's my: I, I like him a lot. He's really good. But he's so technically sound that you wonder, when he gets to the NFL, is he going to be that? You know what I mean? It's like the big kid in high school that dominated, but then he got to college and he met everybody that was the same as him. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's always guys with the higher athletic ability upside. But I've heard he's like, a great
0: athlete, Pete. I heard he has like a 36-inch vertical, four yeah, he's a good
1: athlete. He reminds me of J.J. Watt. <laughs> I mean, he does. Well, I mean. He's 6'6", 260. Remember, but remember Bosa
0: coming out of Ohio State had great technique, and that was the book. Is like, is he just a technician? Because he had such great hand use, it translated pretty good.
1: Yeah, I, I, I look as much as Jamison Williams would look great. If you can get a pass rusher that can dominate, you got to take the pass rusher.
0: Oh, without a doubt. Quarterback, but then you, used- you got
2: to work back in and get a receiver. Yeah, you got to. Pete,
0: you know this as well as I do. You you get a quarterback, you protect the quarterback, you affect the quarterback.
1: I agree. I agree. Well, and, and and that begs the question about this offensive line. Is Cam Robinson a slam dunk to come back now?
0: Well, you can't fix everything. I mean, here here's the problem. Well, it's
2: going to come up. The Left tackle is going to come up no matter what because it's right. a one year deal. I
0: mean, I think you got to sign him. I, I'd probably franchise him again. That's what I would do. You, you've
1: um, you've switched you've you've switched on that one a little bit. You were you, you three weeks ago. You're giving him a deal, give him right? a deal, <laughs> a deal, and now he's tagging him again.
2: I guess he I'll play
0: tag as well him. Lately. Well, I mean, he's been. What I mean, he's okay. He's good, not great. What do you problem before? is? We, oh
1: God, you're settling again. Here, you're here's settling.
0: The, here's the problem you have is how many positions of need did you address in this past draft? Like, where you got guys that you say, okay, they're starters, and we're going to build around those guys. The quarterback.
1: Campbell.
0: Okay, quarterback, quarterback who else?
1: Campbell. Tyson, Campbell.
0: Tyson Campbell. Tyson Campbell, okay. Who else? That's
1: it. That's it.
0: You got to get more than just two guys you can build around in the draft. That's part of the problem. Especially when you've missed on the draft so many years in a row.
1: Let me. This is a this is a serious
0: serious question. Oh, no, here we go. Mr. Oh. Yeah,
2: line. here we go. Can't wait for this.
1: Would could you see a scenario where none of them are starting next year on that offensive line?
0: None of the current five. Correct. No. Because Ben Bartch is going to start.
1: After yeah, he played terrible yesterday.
0: But he'll be a starter
1: next uh, year. And he had problems with Grady Jarrett last week. Okay, I'll give you Ben Barts. But you could see a scenario where four of the five might not be starting next year.
0: I think Juwan Taylor, because he's the right price tag and you can't fix everything. I think he's starting next year, too.
1: Wow, man. But there's a there is definitely a chance that four of the five could not be starting next year. But Pete, if you do that which means, which means this, which means this, Tony. That the five who started the season won't be starting. Because Norwell has gotten worse. He had, one, he had a bad
0: game, Pete, yesterday. Don't overreact against a guy who struggles against Aaron Donald. He's
1: just been okay all year. Okay, he's okay. But you bring him back. <laughs> that I mean, look, you know, look at, look, a look at, look at look, Pete look, flip-flopping like Like that. a fish on he's the deck. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable.
0: Pete's, Pete's the fish gasping for air right now, <laughs> flopping around on the deck. No,
1: he's a free agent.
0: you pay him? Well, uh, I don't know. What do I have to pay him? It can't be that much.
1: Why can't it be that much? Because he's not
0: that good. <laughs> that no, but who's a, he's an older player. Who's going to pay him a bunch of money? Okay, what do you do with Linder? Now that he's got a bad back to go
1: with every yeah, other injury.
0: I love Linder, and I love him on oh, our yeah. team, but he's been hurt too much. He's not. I, I don't know if you can invest. You can't invest in them.
1: And then Cam, if he, you tag them, I think you have to tag them. Yeah, you have to tag them or get a,
0: a favorable long-term deal.
1: So, quite possibly, bare minimum, probably three of three of five are going to be new. I two.
0: What do five. you do? With,
1: what do you do with Walker Little? I don't know. Well, you drafted him in the second round. I didn't draft He's, him. <laughs> you didn't, but. He should so, be. If you draft him in the second round, that means you think he's going to be starting in year two, does it not?
2: Yes. Should they put him out there the rest of this season?
1: Put him where?
2: Where? Somewhere. Get him on the field somehow.
1: Somewhere. Where? Where, where do you want to put him? He's not as good as Cam. Can he, right tackle. Can he, can he run? Can he I, run routes? <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's not as good as Cam. He's
2: athletic. I'll say that.
0: And I've heard. I, and I've only heard this like, anecdotally that he's. Not that he's struggled in practice a little bit right now. Okay. All right. That's all I've heard. Okay. I don't know if that's true or not. I and mean, they
2: see it more than we do. We're not out there. So, I mean, there's my a There's got to
0: be a reason he's, he's not out my there. My guess is if, if he can make them better, he'd be playing. <laughs> that's right. Can Cam
1: Robinson play guard? Then who are you going to play left tackle?
2: Walker Little. Walker Little or, well, Will, Will Richardson has some time. He's
0: right? a better tackle than Walker Little right now, Pete. Why would you move the better left tackle the guard? To I, would, I would. What about what about maybe next year?
1: What about Walker Little playing guard? You said you think he's got the frame and the and the technique and everything to do it. As much as Cam, the dude's. Are, have you seen how big Walker Little is? Yeah, he's a big dude.
0: Why don't you just so draft basically guards?
1: They need a, they need a new center. <laughs> well, I mean, look at Kansas <laughs> Kansas City did the, flip their entire offensive line. And the question is this, and I'm asking this because I'm saying this with all sincerity: Are they that much better?
0: The whole line, no, no.
1: Well, That's that center's really good. Yeah, center's good. The right guard's smaller. The the left guard's solid. He's good veteran. The tackles have been bad, bad.
2: So some work to be done, it sounds like we've got Pete going from <laughs> an whole new offensive line down to like two new
0: guys. Yeah, I, he's I a, got a whole new a, offense. I'm starting from scratch. We're gonna call Pete we're gonna call him Pete Fish Prisco. <laughs> Flopping <laughs> around like a fish on the deck.
1: No, I'm not I didn't flop one bit. I, he's a free flip agent. Flop, <laughs> just, flip flop, just, flip, flip flop. flop.
0: Throw him back.
2: Yeah, we please. need to do. Uh, let's come back. We're gonna keep it real.
0: Keep it a real with Bob
2: Robert <laughs>
1: Bob Badabi. <laughs>
2: Your time's coming, Robert.
0: We're, we're, when Mandavi sending us some uh, vino, I need a little red wine. Clark's ticking. He, need,
1: he needs that quickly, too, because he's got to give it out for Christmas present. Yeah. So hurry up, Bob.
2: Checking the watch over here. Uh, Jaguars Game Day Radio is brought to you by ViStar Credit Union. Do good, bank better, and it's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
3: There's not much
4: to say. I mean, after a similar message like San Francisco a couple weeks ago, uh, we just we got a lot more than that, and just didn't didn't play well, and kind of saying the same thing. But uh, we got a lot more to offer than that, and we got to do better. We got to figure it out. Um, obviously, if we knew the answer, we'd be doing it. But gotta keep plugging away. Go back to work this week. Uh, gotta get better. I mean, because that was especially offensively. I thought the defense did a really good job early, and then we had we had a good drive. Move the ball down. I think it was 14 plays, 12, 12 plays, something like that. Um, but then after that, just couldn't get anything going. We got to play better. We got to move the ball. Got to make plays, and um, trying to trying to figure that out.
2: There's the quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, of course. After the game in Los Angeles yesterday, 37-7, Rams over the Jaguars. Jags fall to a record of 2 and 10 on the season. And this is Jaguars Happy Hour. JP Shadrick, Pete Prisco, and Tony Bastelli, and it's time to. Keep It Real, presented by Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi. Open up a winner today, Real Ingredients Award-Winning Wine by Robert Mondavi. Well, let's get to the running back situation. We touched on it earlier tonight. What is the uh, resolution here? What is, what is the answer? And uh, will we see more of James Robinson down the stretch here? What do you think?
0: Um, I don't know because I don't know how healthy he is. And I am lost when it comes to the overall strategy of the rotation and the overall philosophy of what they want to do offensively. So I can't answer that question. I wish I could. I've been lost since the beginning. Why James Robinson hasn't been the focal point of this offense and run the ball and be physical and and play action, pass off that, slow down the pass rush, take some shots, you know, a couple shots a game, but really run it with James Robinson where, like, he's getting 20-plus touches in the run game he's your best back? I don't know. So I can't – if he's not healthy, put him on the sideline. Because you can't have this – him disappearing. I don't care if he fumbles or not for 20 plays at a time. It just doesn't make sense. And then throwing him in at garbage time at the end when you're telling me he's hurt. So, do you, do
1: you don't know. you think they would have run the ball even if he was in there consistent? I mean, they didn't, they didn't get any much push. I'm, not,
0: I'm talking overall, Pete, not just yesterday. They got their oh, yeah. butts oh, yeah.
1: kicked yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to play him. You got to give him the carries. And he clearly is better when he gets touches in a rhythm. We've seen that play out. I agree. If he's healthy, he's got to get the touches. I would give him.
2: You he's said big, in the pregame yesterday, like 20, 20 carries. 20 rushes a game.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. And then I, throw I, it tend to to agree,
1: him. I tend to agree with you.
0: He's your best play, Like, I don't know if you've noticed our passing game right now. Our passing attack isn't exactly
1: explosive. But then again, you always got Carlos Hyde with that extra juice.
0: you and that you got the little evil laugh today. Uh, it's the it, laugh is strong today and it's because gotten, the,
1: the jokes make themselves man I mean, mean it's like you don't even need a joke writer anymore they just make, they just they just appear
2: the Grinch laugh like builds as the season goes along with Pete and now he's in what? prime December mode right
0: now
1: you guys agree you got Baselli holds his laugh back I see him he's like what are you talking about man. it's called I, I'm not holding anything back you I know, laugh when I think it's funny. We I don't. Do, when I you, don't, you want to laugh the loud laugh that you normally laugh, and you're holding it back. I see you,
0: <laughs> Pete. I'll say <laughs> so, this.
1: And then he buries his I'm head. Laughing I'm laughing at you. I'm laughing at you. It's not.
0: It's not funny. Rolls his eyes.
2: Losing and football games is not funny. Yeah, Pete. We're it's serious. It's professional here. football. You're supposed Pete? to win. You got to win. You're here to win, not lose. It's not funny.
1: Well, yeah, you're trying to win. It's not. It, it, that's the. That's the thing about it. It makes it funny because there's uh, the things that come out of his mouth. I mean, it's comedy. It, it really is somebody I saw somebody put on I think it was Matt Hayes put on Twitter well, I love Matt for years he said he thinks Urban's trying to get fired with some of the things coming out of his mouth why would you try to get fired so I guess not to
0: work so, and get so you your get money your, you, get your yeah. put, you get your money unless they unless they fire you
1: for cause well and they might be able to do that based on what happened in uh, the dance hall <laughs> Was in <laughs> like like yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a dance hall. The dance hall—that sounds
0: like something from like the fifties. Yeah, the dance hall. It wasn't a
2: sock hop. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, the did
1: the they dance say? Dance didn't he say hall. that he was dancing or something? That's why I said. That. it was a bar, Pete. <laughs> was it a dance? I know dance?
0: what it was. It was I know a exactly dance hall. Was. Oh. God. <laughs>
2: There you go. We're keeping it real. Keep it real, Pete. (laughs) Keeping it real. (laughs) Yeah, right. Square dancing uh, with uh, Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi. Open up a winner today. Real ingredients. Award-winning wine by Robert Mondavi. Hey, you know what will cheer us up? How is social today? How is it? That will cheer us up. Social
0: media questions. There were plenty of them. wait can't wait. You love that. I mean, you love this. But you, Pete, I'm convinced like you the more misery the better. Oh, he loves you. it.
2: He loves it. Eats it
0: up.
1: I just hate seeing a quarterback rotting away. He's rotting away before our eyes. I said it, what was it a month ago? 3 weeks ago. Yeah. The
0: most important thing that for this franchise can do is to figure out and protect Trevor Lawrence. He's the greatest asset they have that we have and you got to build around him.
2: Social media questions when we return. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli, Brent Reber on the audio tonight, Blake Stewart on the video side. Glad you're along with us after a Jaguars loss in Los Angeles against the Rams. 37-7, the final score. It was 10-7 at one point.
0: It was 0-0 at one point, too.
2: It was. You were there. You yeah. saw it in person. Yeah. Uh, it pulled away in the second half. The Rams did, and uh, that's all she wrote. They actually Rick's... pulled
0: away in the end of the first half.
2: Yeah, end of the first. Yeah, they you know they missed the touchdown pass and settled for that field goal before halftime and all that stuff
0: to yeah, it was... Odell. And
2: then then they um, connected on many in the second half. I Let's mean, put it that way.
0: And the hard part, I mean, the hard part is is you look at, like, the games coming like let's just take the Titans and they're coming off a bye, mm-hmm. coming off a loss for the bye. No Derrick Henry, so that's good. For, like Derrick Henry usually runs for 800 yards against us in Nashville. Yes, so that's, a, that's a positive. Sure, but like, can you even like build in your like wildest dreams a vision where we score more than 20 points against the Titans? Like, I struggle to, especially, like, this whole James Robinson saga. Like, what's going on there? The offensive line is struggling as of late. It
2: took them 13 plays on a drive to get into the end zone. With,
0: with, by the way, with a couple of penalties to help. Yeah, with.
2: in the red zone. Like, how many How many? 13 play touchdown drives really are there. Urban said this again I think today or, or yesterday. Well, they don't, they you got to have
0: big plays.
2: It, you know, you, you have to have big plays to score this It would be
0: interesting to see and I don't have the st- uh, statistics of, st- statistic in front of me. Maybe Reber can pull it up as he's sitting there doing nothing <laughs> look, looking at the uh, computer right now. Um, where? How many big plays do the Jags have this season and where does that rank in the NFL?
1: Oh. Hmm. It's got to be last. Oh, it's it's got to be.
0: Well, I mean, you got the Texans out there who are only averaging 13.7 points a game.
1: They've had more big game, big plays than that, though.
0: I don't know. I don't even know the number.
2: So, uh, big play passes, 25 or more yards. This is according to stats.com. Okay. The Jaguars are 31st in the league. See, we're not last. Actually tied for 29th with 14 for Who's the season. Who's last? Um, the Titans. That's not right. Thirteen.
1: How many of those
2: are screen passes? <laughs> that's the question. I mean, it's not. You know, that's. So bottom line, we're at the bottom. We're yes, near the bottom.
0: Like, so how do you score points? Like, that's the thing that's like frustrating. Like, I can't. I, I can't. That's why they're
2: not. I mean, it, you gotta have big plays and and explosive plays and field flipping plays and. Forty-yard touchdowns are allowed, you know, but they haven't been able to do it. Let's get to social media questions. That'll sorry. cheer everybody yeah, up. Sorry, sorry. Uh, the, uh, you know, we put out the bat signal early in the day. Here's the best we came up with today.
0: Is it really a bat signal? No, or is it? A it's, Jaguar a signal?
2: it's a tweet. It's a tweet. Is what? But it there's
0: is. not like something we put in the sky.
2: No, like a spotlight. Yeah. No, no, that's just a saying. Um, question number one at Devil X Jaguar: Why is it? The talent we do find once in a while is horrible in Jacksonville, but they go somewhere
0: else and excel.
2: Is this franchise cursed?
0: There's no such thing as a curse of a franchise, number one, in my opinion. JP shaking oh, his I don't, head. I'm just saying. No, no you think there's a curse. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't you know think, what th- started it. I have no idea you if think, there is one. You think teams and no, organizations be cursed? No. I don't know. Okay. Um what was the rest of the question about being cursed? Some um, pop that back up know. there. <laughs> Sorry. My so, uh, oh, why do they find? Uh, oh, but, oh, my question. Sell Jack uh, somewhere like, else. Who are you talking about? Like, I, I think I know Gardner
2: that, meant you probably. Come
0: on, come on! It's one game. Yeah, I know that's, re- that's Gardner ridiculous. did that here. He, did, he's that's what he is—a backup quarterback who can flash and win a game for you. I'm, and I'm happy for him. Like, who, who else? Oh. Uh, the other one I'm thinking they're probably saying Leonard Fournette.
2: Allen Robinson.
0: Allen's doing nothing this year.
2: No, he hasn't.
0: Quincy Williams, Jets. Keelan Cole. Keelan Cole, he's the third receiver. He'd probably be the number one here. But for yeah, me, there aren't many. It's Mille not Lee many. Jackson. That's my whole point to the question. Like, like, There's not Jalen this long Ramsey. list of guys that we cut and go play somewhere else and play great. No. No.
2: Defensive guys? Like who? They only traded off. The guys from the 17 team.
1: Yeah, but he, they were good here. His Clip, point was, Clancy why Clancy is someone Williams. not good here and then go somewhere else and be oh, good? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you're not – Campbell doesn't fall into that category. Yeah, because he was great here. doesn't. Yeah, right. Yannick doesn't. None of them do. Hmm. So basically, I'm
0: disagreeing with the question. Hey, Pete, do you believe in curses?
1: The curse of the Jaguar wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the curse of the Jaguars wide receivers. It lives on. It's gone on since the first of all. You of don't Rams. actually
0: believe in real
1: curses <laughs> of teams. <laughs> no, but the, the the position is jinxed. So, so you believe in curse. jinxes? What is that's the same curse.
0: Thing, right? What you're like no. a a Pete Fish Frisco the flipper? Hey no, fish. A Jinx is different. Flipper. A di- that's a jinx is different than <laughs> That's her. gonna be his name.
1: Hey Flipper, just say what you mean. No. Mean what you say. The Jinx. The Jinx is different than the curse. How? Somebody put the curse. You got to put the curse on something. How do you reverse that's it? We, though? That's why we have these Italian horns and stuff oh. back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. How
2: do you reverse <laughs> it, Pete?
0: Huh? How do you reverse uh, the Jinx slash Janus Curse?
1: Draft Jamison Williams <laughs> next year. Curse reversed. He was like, like,
0: like do you have to do like what they did in major league? You gotta go find like a live chicken or anything like that? <laughs>
1: no, it's not that. It's just it's it's really coincidental that the position I don't believe it has been a disaster almost the entire existence of the franchise.
0: It's not accurate. True. Jimmy Smith. He had his issues. These yeah, his issue is going to the Pro Bowl every year too. But I mean,
1: Jimmy Smith would be walking into Canton if he didn't have his issues.
0: You're missing my point, Pete. You're you're you're. How do you're, you? You're, you're, <laughs> you're conf- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah! He, uh, wow! It, oh, you like that, JP? I mean, How that about was, JP raising his hands <laughs> like he's <name. laughs> He was doing a dance. Like, what, do you, what is that? What do you think? You're at the club, JP?
2: <laughs> at the sock hop we, we, we were talking to, about. Right. We he's, at hall, he's at
1: the yeah, dance hall, Pete. He's at the dance hall with you. We're gonna clip and save that. We're gonna find that. And that's mean, be give it. me yeah. a break. <laughs> what was that?
2: It was a perfect setup. That's what it was. Hey, well, uh, I mean?
1: okay. Cause after Jimmy, and he had his issues. Then all the way through, there's been something.
0: All right, let's go to the next one.
2: Oh, you're done. Uh, Next question. Social media at SBoston2587. Given we pick number two right, at least we get either Thibodeau or Hutchinson. Sorry, Pete, no wide receiver in the draft is worth a top five pick.
1: I would would take one of the pass rushers. Look, as much as I would – Think that they need to get help for their quarterback because you got to build around that guy. The way they rush the passer and influence the quarterback, they got to find another. Okay,
0: you got to stop. Pete. We're not talking about the draft. You said we wouldn't have to talk about draft until they were eliminated they from the playoffs. The well, you have to say, guess what? Write us back next week or tonight at midnight. <laughs>
2: Next question then. Social media moving along today at Duval underscore two four. Guys what should I tell my 16 year old son after he just told me quote Dad I can't do this with you anymore. The Jags never win and it's embarrassing. End quote. I just sat there in shock as he has watched since he was five. I'm worried for the future of this fan base. Hashtag how much can we take?
0: Well I don't like hearing when kids don't want to watch. and this I mean this is a young man 16 years old. First of all it, that's that's worrisome, disappointing. But as a dad, you have a duty. You say, "Listen, you root for the Jags. You find somewhere else to live, son." That's what I told my
1: kids. True story. And they're all they're all Jaguar fans.
0: Oh, they're big Jaguar fans.
1: My well, son's dad called me, played for them. That's a little different.
0: My sons call me every game. Now they complain. They're not happy right now. But I even went further. Hmm. I remember one fateful Saturday afternoon, USC playing Notre Dame, and my then, call him six-year-old, maybe seven, walks in and starts rooting for Notre Dame. Oh, you know what I did, Pete? Kicked him out of the house. <laughs> I said, "You, you either start a rooting
1: old out to the street, <laughs> yeah.
0: kid. Beat it." I said, "You start rooting for USC, or you go find somewhere else to live. You're not rooting for Notre Dame. Out." What so it's a dad's responsibility to make sure the, the, the kid Broncos. roots for Jacksonville and you have to under, you have to teach him. This is a great lesson in perseverance, mm-hmm. overcoming challenges. Life's not easy. Yeah, holding on to hope against all hope. They're, 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 that, when all is they're, lost they're, and you think death is around the corner and just facing you, you hang on and you don't let go. That's the lesson really. that the Jaguars are trying to teach that this young man right now. And as a dad, yeah, you're, you're, you are responsible.
1: Here's what he's learned since he's 16. So since he's been five, he knows every year except one that had 10 losses. So he's learned to count to ten. One when he's six. One, two, three, four, very, five, very six, seven, educational. Eight, nine,
0: 10. Very educational. The dad has to say, son, you have no choice. I will not feed you if you do not root for the Jaguars. No cell phone, no games, no internet, nothing. Get a job. Get a, get a job. Find a place to live if you're not going to root for the Jags.
1: He should tell the kid, look, if they don't start using bunch formations and rubs and picks, then don't ever root for them. (laughs) Rubs and picks. Here we go again.
2: Let's move along. Social media on a roll tonight. At Barber underscore Mike, is Chenault afraid to go over the middle? Why don't we throw the ball over the middle of the field? Man coverage absolutely kills us, and we seem happy to just die from it.
0: Well, man coverage kills us because we don't run well. Right.
1: That's easy. All right, is <laughs> that's it? Okay, that they used know. him in the backfield as a running back yesterday. Experiment that didn't done, work. Done that didn't work. work. It
0: didn't turn out well.
1: Yeah, that that yeah. was a that was a no go. In, in other words, he's not Debo Samuel.
0: No, he doesn't run like Debo Samuel. He's not no, as fast. Of course not. Was it last year? They ran, obviously
2: last year ran in between the tackles. Some and he looked okay,
1: right? Well, you had to block for him. There was yeah, no blocking. Oh, yeah, yeah, didn't. Yeah. Here's one. Didn't Van Jefferson go be right behind Chenault in that draft? I don't know. Why are you doing this? Why are we back to draft talk? <laughs> That's old draft talk. That's I mean, not peak head draft talk. You can
2: do that in any drafts, Pete.
1: Well, we're doing it in this one because he hasn't worked out.
2: Next question.
1: Jefferson's a, good pl- Jefferson's a good player.
2: That's why. Yes, he is. Uh, he was in the end zone yesterday also. Uh, at Jacob Reinhart Too. is it time to bring back the phone questions to the show? Wow. I think it's time to let Tony start yelling at fans again.
0: That'd be dangerous. Right now, can you imagine?
1: Me, he likes yelling at me more.
0: That's a uh, producer question. You have to ask, the who's the director of the show?
2: Well, Blake's on video today. Who's the
0: studio director?
2: What do you mean? What does that mean?
0: Well, I mean, who's like the executive producer of the show?
2: Well, we've got like seven of them. No, but
0: who's like calling the shots? End of day. Hey, I call the no, shots on don't. this show. No, you don't, Tony. That's, okay. Let me say. Let me tell you that JP, you're last. <laughs> no, no, down the well, list. Reber is ahead of you. Yeah,
1: right
2: now. I'm with you on that one. Uh,
1: so okay, but remember why we got rid of the the calls. You do remember that. Why is that, why Pete? Pete? because of vaselli losing his
2: marbles half the time <laughs> I mean it was aggressive really aggressive I was, I was I was building confidence you would take a question and the question's
0: not even done being asked and you would just rip into people well because and I and not even let them finish cuz I knew where it was going and it was nonsensical so I was saving us time you were the mean man no I was the I was the real man no Real. that's me. You're
1: the no, you're
0: you're so fake. You like uh <laughs> You you, have, you have like three one-liners, Pete. And uh, you got a bunch <laughs> of formation. You know rub are Pick some Six and You and man. that's like that's you his first go, go-to. Second go to is down. like, hey, what grade would you put on that? What, what, what grade? <laughs> Let's for this grade.
1: On. What kind of grade do you think?" Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And, and you you berated the fan. <laughs> You said, you said
2: you cut the segment out. <laughs> Poor uh, guy, he hasn't been the same since. No, <laughs> he hasn't. I think we got another social media question. Let's uh, do it. One more to go. Uh, this is at GMAC one two three four five six seven. Real original. The uh, team has been rubbish for too long. Is it players, coaches, or ownership that should be held accountable? And what can be done in the off season to attempt to make this team competitive in the division?
0: Seriously, I think this is a uh, this is a. Social media, like, text, tweet, whatever you want to call it, that I've seen, it feels like repeat on repeat the last, like, four or five years. Like, this time of year, let's ask like, the question, whose fault is it? Right. Should we do – start Who over. Who should be and, held accountable? Who's accountable? Let me tell you who's accountable. All of them. All of the above. Obviously, it starts with Sean. Then it goes to, you know, the GM, the, you know, the head coach. Players. They're all accountable. They all got to do better. Need to draw better – uh, better plays you need to execute better JP needs to do the pre-game show better it's I don't fair. think I it's think fair. that I think that you know the broadcast is a plus so I'm not sure we need to do better but everyone else I mean needs to pull their weight
1: seriously who is to blame everybody right well if
0: you want one person to blame it doesn't have to start with the owner because he's I mean in this case he runs I mean he's
1: Hiring the key personnel, right? I, I saw a number the other day where his record as the owner is like forty something and one hundred and thirty. Is that could that possibly be right?
2: They lost fifteen it, last year, yes, and they're up to listen, ten this year. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: After we go, you
0: know, fifteen and two, ten straight years, we'll be back up to five hundred. We'll be right there.
1: <laughs> Sustainable success comes for the quarterback position unless you ruin him in year 1. We got a we got a quarterback. <laughs> That's what I'm saying though. They're ruining him. Oh, this, don't
0: overstate that. I'm getting tired of people saying that too much. It's too early to say that.
1: Oh, I don't I am not sitting there. cuz I've had guys I work with ask me if he's going to be a bust. I'm like, "Are you kidding me?"
2: Well, oh, there's the flipper again, coming back again. Yeah, Pete flipped. is he's, he's just flipped on that I never one too.
1: Said he would, Has he? Is this Is this a Guinness World, I, uh, Book of World Records? hes, he's sore—he's sore on
2: both sides from flipping so much. I mean, That's how much he's. Have you
1: ever, wait, wait a I mean, second. Where did I? Where did you ever hear me say that Trevor Lawrence would be a bust ever?
0: Basically, just every. you said
2: they're ruining him after. No, one I year. did
1: not. I said he is a star of stars if they just help him. I heard different. I, mm. JP. I mean, I, I mean, would you trade? Okay, here's one. For I you. heard a lot of would flipping. You trade Trevor Lawrence for Mac Jones right now. Yes
0: or no? Trevor Lawrence for Mac Jones. No.
1: JP? Nope.
2: No way. No way. Nope. That'll do it for our social media questions tonight. We'll come back and go around the National yeah. Football League. Can't we'll wait. Here's some radio calls. Big Monday night
0: tonight. You better be on your game. Maybe the best Monday night of the year. Division leaders, number one seed on the table. I better get some energy out of you. We might just run that back. You just did a promo right there. Oh, thank you. It's well done. I'm a professional.
2: Eh, This is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. The station that the Jaguars listen to, 1010XL. Home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour. About 10 minutes to go on this Monday afternoon. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. The Jaguars lost yesterday. Let's uh, see about the rest of the National Football League in week 13. Cowboys over the Saints on Thursday, 27-17. You had that game, Tone.
0: What a bad football game. Pete, I've been following you on Twitter. How can Sean Payton think Taysom Hill is the answer at quarterback?
1: I don't get it. And he's got a—he's always had an affinity for him. He really does. I've—I've I've actually ta- had conversations with him where I told him he can't pass Sean, and he tries to defend them. He can't pass.
0: Hmm. You told him, Pete.
1: Yeah. they have had a lot of in—they've had a lot of injuries. A lot of injuries. I, injuries. I mean,
0: no I mean, no Camara just kills them.
1: Yeah. No tackles least. kills them.
0: Well, I mean, but yeah, Camara is. The, I mean, they've yet—they're zero and four without Camara. Hmm.
3: Mm.
2: Bucks over the Falcons, 30-17. The Cardinals are still good. They beat the Bears, 33-22. Chargers over the Bengals. But, boy, the Detroit Lions finally got a win. The last play of the game, Dan Miller had the call, courtesy of WXYTFM one, The Ticket and the Detroit Lions radio network. The Lions 11 yards from the end zone they've got to have. Four seconds to go. They can win it with a touchdown. First victory of the year on the line. Goff's got it. Back, looks, throws, ends so up. Yes! Caught! Touchdown Detroit Lions! They did it! Armin Ross, they brought the receiving end! Oh, they're rushing the field! They've done it! Three zeros on the clock. This game is over! It's over! Jared Goff! to Aminat St. Brown, his first career touchdown. And how big is that? Have
4: a day, boys. Have a day. Have a day.
2: Lions get a done. That was a long uh, clip. That yeah, it was good. That yeah. was a good clip. That's why. We finally got it done, Pete. They do a good job
1: on the radio. Yeah. What were the, They let Dan Campbell off the hook, by the way, because he's leading 23-21 late in the game. Goes for it, was, it on fourth down. Punt it away. Right. Pun it. His own, it was from his own 29, I think it was. Pun it what away. These, what are these coaches doing? I
2: don't know. They should just watch you on Twitter and, and let them, let you know, you, you can tell them what to do, Pete. It's what you do all the time. Oh, I would. I know you would. I do. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts had another big day. Shut out the Texans, Jonathan Taylor. With a touchdown now in 10 straight games. This is Matt Taylor on The Fan and 97.1 Hank FM, Indianapolis. Went side of the gun as Taylor his back to the left. Now Moelle Lee Cox motions to the left side. They give off to Taylor right up the gun touchdown! I-N-D-Y, DY. Jonathan Taylor with his second rushing score in the ballgame, game and the Colts have broken an open 20 to nothing. A shutout of the Houston Texans, the Colts uh trying to surge here in December.
0: Yeah, I mean they they got only got they have yet to take a bye. Their bye is this, this week. week. You can talk about a late bye, 13 <laughs> weeks into the season. Um it means That's they only got four left to There's, play in a row. Yeah, there's three there are three back against the uh uh Titans. So small margin of error. Probably it's have to run card, it. It's
1: wild card and nothing.
0: Yeah, I agree. But the only chance have to have the win the division is they have to run the table and uh Tennessee has to you know lose three of the next five.
2: It's a big ask. No. Mathematically possible. Dolphins over the Giants, twenty to nine. And then the Eagles, Minshew mania, hits Philly. Merrill Reese on Sports Radio 94 WIP.
3: Minshew takes the snap. He fakes. He's back. He's looking. He is firing. It is complete. Breaking the tackle and going in for the touchdown is Gardner. 36 yards.
2: Well, the Eagles over the Jets, 33-18. Gardner Minshew, Pete.
1: Well, they, threw, they ran for 185 yards. It's pretty easy to play quarterback when you run for 185 yards. And the one throw to Goddard that was a touchdown, the long one on the sideline, he underthrew it. He didn't make a great throw. Goddard made a good play on it. He was okay. I, I get this all the time. when when Minshew wins a game, I get million people, oh, he should be starting. He should have been Jacksonville still. He should have been starting. He's better than starters around the league. No, he's not. People who watch them on a regular basis, like Vaselli and, and guys who cover the team, know he's he can do this for a game or two, but that's what he is. He's a backup quarterback.
0: And, he, and good for him. He played well. Yeah. Like, that's the other thing. Why are why he you he rooting against guys? Like, I'm happy for him. It doesn't mean I want him to be the starting quarterback on my team. I'm happy for him. I mean, the question is, is, does anyone think this franchise would be better with Gardner Minshew right now? and Trevor Lawrence for the long haul. No. Pete? No. no. And what are
2: we talking no. about? No. Absolutely not. We're moving on to Washington in Las Vegas. and uh, The football team got a win with a late field goal and this is the opposing call. Brent Musburger on the Compass Media at Las Vegas Raiders Radio Network. Looks like it is going to be about a 48-yarder for the recently signed field goal kicker. 48 48- crowd roaring kicks it away off to the right and slides through on the right side to put Washington ahead 17 to 15 what a pressure kick by
0: Brian Johnson young man from Virginia Tech
2: Washington over the Raiders 17-15
0: yeah, and remember the Ra- the Raiders at one point were, what four and two, Pete, five and two. Yeah, five and two. They they've got one and four pretty much since Gruden's firing. And a lot of the shots obviously, we had
1: the rug situation, yeah, the rug too. situation, in yeah. the
0: uh, I mean,
1: safety as well. They let go. Yeah, well, give them give the Washington credit, and give Jack Del Rio some credit too, because early in the season I thought their defense was going to be dominant, and they were bad, and then they lose Chase Young and Montez Sweat, and now they've won four in a row, and they play Dallas this week with a chance to close to the one game in the division.
0: Well, you know who's playing good, Pete? Is Jonathan Allen like dominant? It,
1: unbelievably good, unbelievably good. Yeah. Former and the Alabama kid, much better as a player.
2: Yes, he did. He went to Alabama. The uh, Ravens and the Steelers. The Ravens scored and decided to go for two. Bill Hillgrove had the call on 102.5 WDVE and the Steelers radio network. Jackson in the gun.
4: Freeman stands to his right. Freeman gets a fake. Big rush. He throws it. (laughs) And it's
0: dropped! By Mark Andrews. Had one hand on it. Out in the right flat, and it dropped the ball. And the Steelers preserve a victory with 12 seconds to go. Uh, wow.
2: Wow, indeed. How about it?
0: That's a, uh, mm. that's a that's a bad loss for the Ravens because the Steelers are not very good. Now, defensively, they're playing better. They got T.J. White back. I actually got the Steelers game Thursday night in Minnesota. I mean that's that's a playoff game for those two teams. I think the loser yeah. puts them in, a, especially if the. By the uh, way, Yeah,
1: the loser's in trouble. Yeah. But but why the hell did he go for two?
0: He has no corners.
1: He had the better kicker. I mean, give me a break. He's had one, he had one. He was down one corner. He's down. I'm Arnold just telling Humphrey. you I what he
0: said, Pete. Anyway. I mean, you
1: can you can you can yeah, yell me all you, you want. That's what two. he said.
0: <laughs> What Would you say, Flipper? Would you have gone for two? Uh, no, have I'd have kicked gone for the field two? I'd have kicked the field goal. Okay.
2: All right, final two scores here. Seahawks yeah. over the 49ers, 30-23. Shock of the day. The Chiefs over the Broncos, 22-9 last night. Not Monday f- night football. It's a battle in the AFC East. Weather an issue tonight in Orchard Park. Blizzard-like conditions. The wind is howling at what used to be called Rich Stadium, now it's New Era Field, I believe. Either way, it's Mac Jones and the eight and four New England Patriots against Josh Allen and the seven and four Buffalo Bills. Who you got tonight, Tone?
0: You gotta be more prepared. You gotta know the name of the stadium, so it flows. Like you gotta break it in. Who you got tonight, Tone? Uh, I got the Patriots. I think they're the better team. Pete,
1: I got. I'm on the other side. I got Buffalo. I got Buffalo. I, bad weather. Mac Jones and the wind is gonna be bad.
0: Bad weather, December. Who can run the ball better? And the Patriots run it better than the Bills. But mm. mm.
1: the Bills have the better run defense, though. Huh? Patriots pretty good there, Pete. Mm. No, they're not in run defense. They gave up 260 yards last week to the Titans on the ground.
2: Atlanta, yeah. you told him, uh, Pete. Have a good one. Have a good <laughs> week. <laughs> Let's go out of here. That's Tony Baselli, our entire crew: Brent Reaver, Blake huh? Stewart. I'm J.P. Shadrick. We'll see you next time. Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
0: Yeah, if he's like.